Welcome to Money Talk with Tiff, a podcast where we discuss everything money from tips and tricks to current events. Follow me on my journey to become debt-free and meet other cool people along the way. I am your host, Tiffany Grant. Now let's talk money. All right, so we have another episode of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast, and today it's another interview episode and i have chisa Penix brown aka lady business mm-hmm. you still going by that i'm still going by that i didn't leave bit. lady business <laughs> if and listen if, if instagram <laughs> wouldn't have took my lady business account i wouldn't have been so devastated but um no it's still lady business because i think that's how everybody knows me i just wanted to branch out more into being chisa Penix brown mm-hmm. than just being lady business but lady business if she brings in the coins then i'm with her chisa she brings <laughs> whoever brings in the money right. that's what we want to be call me. Right. Whatever that person is, that's who we are that day. Yeah. So Chisa is a small business facilitator, initiator. She mm-hmm. just helps small businesses get their foot on the ground. She has social media workshops, mm-hmm. which I've attended personally. Mm-hmm. Um, she has uh, funding work, just all types of stuff. Um, if you're a small business, you probably know her already. So I just want to thank you for coming on the show. I'm excited because I've been wanting to be on your show for the longest time and the schedule just didn't work out like that and now that we have no choice um, you know quarantine. and it's not to say that I wasn't like like I'm just coming to you because I'm quarantined that's not what I'm saying at all <laughs> I see how she feels it was just one of those things where it was like well what haven't I done well where do I need to branch out and I was just like you know what I realized I didn't do money talk with Tim so I'm like okay let me go back in and make sure that we get this um, get this episode done because I love what you're doing with money talk with Tim oh well thank you but yes. see that's the thing about COVID right even even though yeah. it's not a good time, you know. It is a good time. It, but <laughs> even though it's like under these circumstances, yeah. it forced us to sit down. It, it did. forced us to stop running everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so that's another positive because last week's episode, I talked about the positives mm-hmm. of the whole quarantine situation. Mm-hmm. So that's another one. Yeah. You can catch up with friends. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So um, in your money story, because um, right now you're killing the game, oh. but... <laughs> Bye, game. Right? You did. Look, no, it's kidding. <laughs> but as we all know, it never starts like that, no. right? Um, so I just wanted to talk about because we had a brief conversation before we went on, uh-huh. um, where you said there was a turning point that forced you into deciding to make your own money. So if you can just get into that real quick. I've always liked to be in charge of whatever it was. I mean, even when I was little and I used to, um, and everybody did this, but when I was little and you know how you used to put on clothes and you would put on your jacket and it would be backwards, like the, the front of the jacket would be in the back and like, but you knew you were still right, right? I, I just was one of those kids. And I literally have a picture with me, like I'm going out, jacket on backwards, right? So it's I always like to... <laughs> all wrong but I always like to be in charge of whatever it was that I did and um, when I started working after college I went to work at American Express which honestly I can say was one of the best experiences that I've had as far as teaching me to be organized teaching me to have systems teaching me customer service but also teaching me the value of the upsell and out of everything the most valuable lesson that I learned at American Express was really listening to what other people wanted Because if I listen to you, then I understand, right? I'm not just listening just to talk back to you, but I understand. Um, 
and I should be able to fix whatever problem you have. Mm -hmm. And so when I started doing that, what happened was I was living in Durham and I would drive all the way from Durham all the way to Greensboro every day and then drive back. But I ended up working a shift that was late at night, so I wouldn't get off till like two something in the morning. Mm -hmm. So my parents told me I could move back home because then it was closer. They were in Graham. So Mm -hmm. it cut the distance in half. 30 minutes was nothing if you were used to driving an hour, right? Mm -hmm. So it cut the distance in half. They told me I could move back home. But my mom told me I had to pay rent because she said, you were already paying rent in Durham. Right. You can pay rent right here in North Carolina. That's the best part of moving back. But she didn't charge me as much as my regular rent because she said that I needed to save money so that I could get out also, okay? (laughs) This wasn't like, oh, you just stay, whatever. But my parents, they were serious. And um, what happened was, you know how you first move so your expenses are a little bit off Mm -hmm. and stuff like that? So I asked my dad to borrow money. I was like, oh, I get paid on Friday. Boom, he let me borrow some money. Then the next paycheck come, I asked him, can I borrow money? again and he was like okay by the time I got to the third one he told me so look if you're working and you're getting paid every two weeks you shouldn't need money on a Tuesday or a Wednesday to get you through to Friday so when I got to that last time he told me I can't borrow money anymore and I was never able to borrow money from him ever again because he told me that you should be self-sufficient and so from then it was just like that was the first like heartbreaking thing It just was like, but you have money. It's in your pocket. You're not even going anywhere because you're retired at this time. So why can't I just borrow this money and I'm giving it right back to you? Mind you, this wasn't like this. He wasn't charging interest or anything. Right. But the lesson was I have money. You don't have money. (laughs) Right. Let's make that clear. And because I have money, I can do what I want to do with my money. And you need to go get you some money and be about your business and pay your bills and do what you need need to do and the thing about that it was like it just was that was the light bulb moment so I might have money but my kid doesn't have money just because I have money this is not an hour money thing you know what I mean so that's how that's how he taught me and that was the first big lesson in being self-sufficient and making sure that I had what I needed to last Mm -hmm. and not squandering things just because I could. Because when you have that safety net there, you'll do all kinds of craziness that you wouldn't necessarily do if you didn't know that you had it there. And so, you know, then years later, as things progress, I could just see how things change. Like after my dad passed, um, there was some different things that happened. Um, You know, we did get money, you know, after he passed or whatever like that. How did you spend the money? What I did with my money was I went and I grew my business business. Mm. So I never squandered anything after that. Now, did I make some bad money decisions in between there and now? Yes. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. But I think that what happens is when you're used to having, and mind you, I can tell you, I was a privileged child when I grew up. I was not a child who was like, oh, I was poor. We didn't have. No, I had. I always had. But when you grow up like that, you also think, I have. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, no, you don't have. Your parents have. Right, right, right. right. And then you have to realize if you want to be in that position, you always have to have in order to make sure that this way everybody that's around you, it has and is still fed. Mm-hmm. But you have to make it yourself. So just because my parents had it didn't mean that I had mm-hmm. it. And that was a lesson that I had to learn, which then, you know, you teach your kids and then you grow up and then you say, okay, you may take things for granted because you're so used to a situation being a certain way. But I don't take things for granted anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's just like now with the the COVID and the quarantine, Mm -hmm. guess what? 
I'm not in a place where I'm like, oh my God, I don't have. I'm in a place where I have and I'm not squandering it. And I recognize that if I had had a different money story, mm-hmm. I would be in a very terrible place right now. But it, it put me in a position where it was like, think about what you need always. Mm-hmm. Once you cover what you need, then you can get what you want. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, he, he hurt my feelings but, years ago. But, but <laughs> that's what's needed. So there's a few things that I took away from that. Mm-hmm. So first, innovation, um, necessity breeds innovation, mm-hmm. right? So you had to figure out how you was going to make this work. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what was you going to do? Yeah. You can't borrow no more. No. And a similar story with me where I had a car when I was like 15, 16. Mm-hmm. My mom bought a car. And then she's like, oh, but you're paying for it. Mm. So I had to take my little $7, 25 cent an hour job mm-hmm. and figure out how I'm going to pay a 300 something dollar car note every mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. And so it took most of my check, but I was able to... Um, figure out how to coupon. Back mm-hmm. then, 16, I was one of them people, you know, extreme coupon. Yes. Yeah. I was one of those at 16 oh. where I would go in, have a cart full of stuff for like $20. Okay. But that was because it was necessity yep. for me. And in order for me to enjoy my check, I had to make that money stretch. Mm-hmm. So I, at the time, I was just like, really? Like, I have to pay. Like, th- how dare right. you buy me a car and then I have to pay for it? <laughs> exactly. I'm like everybody else gets their car paid for by their parents. Like, and they have different parents. So you want to go live with them? Like, right. mm-hmm. um, so, but I'm grateful for it uh-huh. because it helped make who I am today. Yeah. Like it, it made me realize how to manage money at an early age, uh-huh. and so that's why I'm able to translate that now. And so I tell my kids, look. Money doesn't grow on trees. Mm-mm. You will be cashing out your piggy bank oh. and either putting it in your 529, your college savings. Mm. Well, that's not an option. Ching, ching, ching. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, that's not an option. They get um, three options. Okay. They could spend some, they can save some, mm-hmm. and they have to give some. Oh. Yeah. So they have to put at least something in each bucket. Okay. Um, otherwise, they can't do anything. Oh. So, um, so, yeah. So I'm just trying to teach them early that money doesn't grow on trees. Every time you go to a store, you don't have to get anything because that's another thing. You don't. I do enjoy walking through stores just looking at stuff sometimes. I do. But, see, I'm a... <laughs> therapeutic shopper if that makes sense yeah. mm-hmm. like sometimes it just makes you feel good to just walk around the store and envision yourself in something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I always give myself a limit as to how much I'm going to spend so if that mm-hmm. means you go to Target and you leave with a Frappuccino at least you got a Frappuccino you know what I mean because every day is not a spend day but what I have been doing because I saw the trend that was happening this year and I would just be like okay well I'm going to get this because I think that this may happen or mm-hmm. I might need this so if I don't need something or I'm not going to use it in a certain amount of time mm-hmm. then I'm just like oh do you really need that right now nope put it back so that's been a way I guess to kind of cope like you can still put stuff in the shopping cart and then be like I don't really need this and then you can take it out or you can make decisions and I do that right now with my Amazon card it stays something in the Amazon card but instead of just putting it in the cart I put it on a list mm. and then when I feel like it's time for a little treat or a reward or something then I can go back on the list and look and see things that I've already chosen for myself mm. and be like you know what it's time for a reward today you earned it <laughs> then go add that to the cart like but the stuff that's a necessity mm-hmm. like those things are in the cart or those things automatically come on a monthly basis but do you need it or do you want it and I think that the lessons that I've learned have given me the 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 stick-to-itiveness to say I don't really need that right now mm-hmm. I just want it so I'm gonna forego that now 
but I'm going to come back around and get that. Mm -hmm. And even when you look in the stores, this is always my philosophy too, and I don't know how many people follow this, but you know how you go in the store and it's like 10 of something? I like to wait till it's only like one in my size. I feel like if I go in and it's one (laughs) in my size, God meant for me, he meant for me to have that thing. Like, and I'm telling you, I promise you, I do this all the time. I look, when I first see it, I'm like, I want it, but it's regular price. Let me wait about two weeks. Wait two weeks. Okay, it's still five there. Okay, nope. If I come back next week, though, on the third or fourth week, and it's still there and it's in my size, God meant for me to get that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, baby. He is not blocking my blessings because you know why? Because I waited, God. I waited on you to deliver. I waited on you to deliver, and when I got back, it was one in my size, and I needed it. So that's my philosophy, and that's that's how I um that's how I cope with things. It does help, though. <laughs> that's interesting. I do something similar with my Amazon cart. So what I'll do is I will put stuff in the cart uh-huh. and just let it sit for like at least a good twenty four hours and see if I really, really, really want. Oh, I thought thing. you were going to say something else. What you? What did you? Because if you put it in the cart and you let it sit mm-hmm. for twenty four to forty eight hours mm-hmm. oftentimes when you go back to that cart that thing is lower they will tell you that the price lower yeah mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. like a whole nother that's strategy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. put it in the cart and act like you about to buy it and be like i'm just gonna hold on to that that's then they'll send thing. you an email the thing that you wanted dropped price by two dollars a dollar and 20 cents you be like look i told you i was gonna save that dollar and 20 cents that ain't nothing but god really what it is <laughs> really what it is is the amazon algorithm right <laughs> to make you want to buy it but god gave you that dollar and 20 cent discount and now you feel better about that purchase that you were going to make in the first place. So that is a good point. That's another good point about leaving it in the cart for at least 24 to 48 mm-hmm. hours. Um, I do it to cut down impulse spending. Yeah. Because a lot of times I'm on the uh, Amazon deals and I'm scrolling and I'm like, oh, I never thought I needed this thing that I really don't need. But I'll go ahead and <laughs> add it to the cart. I have so much stuff in the house from she Amazon said, deals. I never thought that I needed this thing that I really don't need. <laughs> I have I have exercise equipment that I barely use. I have all types of stuff. But that's why oh I goodness. implemented that because I, it was getting ridiculous like mm-hmm. to where the delivery people knew me. Mm-hmm. Like they come and they're like, hey, here you go. Like, and they would come every single day. And I was like, okay, this is getting ridiculous now. You know what, though? This is good. We need to have an Amazon Anonymous Club. Because I promise you, Amazon makes you feel like you just need so many things. But I can say that it has helped me to really focus on what I need on a monthly basis, though. Because, mm-hmm. like, I have stuff that comes monthly, mm-hmm. you know. And so when I'm looking at my body wash, when I'm looking at the toothpaste and those kind of things... I need them monthly, and it mm-hmm. is actually cheaper pro- mm-hmm. item to buy them and to buy them in bulk. So it's like, why not do that? It helped me to the point where, you know how you would run out of stuff exactly when you needed it? Mm-hmm. And you were planning on going to the store, and then you never got around to it, and now you're out of something. Mm-hmm. I'm very rarely out of things now because, because of the Amazon. fact of how I order them. Even my deodorants. I would order the deodorant, and you get six in a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you should not be, I don't know what you're doing with your life. <laughs> One bottle of deodorant should last you a month, okay? 
right? right? So then that's six months and I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. deodorant. Or like I could keep one in my I'm traveling bag mm-hmm. and not have to worry about, oh my God, do I have deodorant when I'm traveling, right? So it made it easier for me to budget and then it tells you like, hey, your thing is getting ready to come out. Mm-hmm. So you know the money's getting ready to come out. Mm-hmm. Or it tells you you can skip a month if mm-hmm. you don't need it. It has really helped me because I never used to be one of those people that would let stuff automatically draft. Mm-hmm. But now I do because I know that I need that thing. And it always comes right when I when when the next thing is running out. So mm-hmm. it's been helpful. It's been now, helpful. I will tell you what I use that mm-hmm. for. So like you said, if you do the buy it in bulk thing, it's cheaper. It's usually like between 5 and 15%, depending on how many things you yep. have coming every month. So what I'll do is I'll go ahead and sign up for the subscribe and save, uh-huh. and then I'll cancel it so I can get the cheaper price for whatever that thing is. How dare you use the system like that? I'm That's awesome. <laughs> No, I never even, you know what? So if it's something that I don't need all the time, then I'll just order it with subscribe and save, let it come, and then I'll cancel and not do the next month. Oh, I never even thought about the maneuver like that. (laughs) But that's because the things that I do subscribe and save, I actually need monthly. Mm -hmm. But if it was something that I needed for... That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. you can cancel oh, it anytime. Yeah. So I usually order it and then can- cancel it right after I finish ordering it. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. And then go 5% off the top. Yes. Because, you know, I love my 5 and 15. I'd be like, okay, hmm, <laughs> do I want to get this? Okay, let me do this and do two months and then maneuver it. But no, that's a good way to do it, especially if you don't need something all the time. Mm-hmm. I love that. And one thing I love, I get my scrub, you know, for the skin mm-hmm. and stuff like that comes automatically. But I think that... I um, you have to, in order for you to do that, though, you have to have stuff together. Yes. And you have to say, well, what do I actually need? What do I have money for? And for me, it all started when my daddy said no. Like, mm-hmm. nope, you're not getting any more. And so now you need to maneuver and you need to make sure that everything works out. And the thing was, it wasn't that he didn't have it. It was that I didn't have it. (laughs) And listen, even that, it wasn't that I didn't have it. I just wasn't spending it wisely. I wasn't allocating the funds like I needed to. Mm -hmm. It was no reason that I shouldn't have been able to make it from two weeks to two weeks to two weeks. It was no reason. Mm -hmm. You're just spending because, you know, guess what? My parents weren't going to kick me out. You know what I'm saying? They were going to let me stay. But when it came time and they wanted that money, they wanted it in their hand, give them the money in their hand. Mm -hmm. When it came time for me to do whatever I needed to do, they didn't question it because I was making my own money and able to be able to sustain. So it helped me um, to be able to to be a grown up. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. and, and that's real. I'm still a grown up today. This is just too many grown up decisions to make, though. I don't want to be an adult anymore. You know, it's okay. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, like you know, like if you had a choice, if you could go back, there are certain beautiful benefits to being an adult. But um, thinking about actually making money on a regular basis can be very stressful. It can, mm-hmm. but I like it so. I guess I stay an adult. Yeah. I mean, they don't I mean, have, have a reversion a program, do they? <laughs> we don't have a, do have a reversion program. Can no. we go back? Okay. <laughs> well, then, fine, everybody. We'll stay adults. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep adulting. So, you know. thank you so much, Chisa. Um, that was wonderful. We ta- we talked about so many different things. We even went to Amazon Tips. Here we go. <laughs> everything that you need to know. Right. <laughs> now you know the hookup. Right. So, and you also know if God is looking out for you. Right. On we, that we purchase t- that you need to make. We touched on that as well. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
<laughs> so how can we find you, Chisa? If people want to find you, uh-huh. learn more about you, they're a small business owner, where can they find you? Ladybusiness.com. Go to L-A-D-Y-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S.com. And if you're looking on Instagram, just look up Chisa Penix Brown, C-H-I-S-A-P-E-N-N-I-X-B-R-O-W-N. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty much on every social media platform that you want to be on. So if you look up either my name or you look up Lady Business, you should be able to find me very easily. And email is my best form of communication. You can just go to the website, go to the contact page, send a message. Um, and we do do like one-on-one consultations. And we also are doing business plan reviews and I do webinars. So there are plenty of opportunities to be able to connect for free. And then there are plenty to be able to connect for not free. Mm-hmm. So um, just choose which opportunity makes the most amount of sense for you. And then let's connect. Absolutely. And I have all of those links in the show notes. Thank you so much, Chisa. Thank this you. It's a pleasure. We have such a good time every time. Every we get time. Together. Every time. So this should be no surprise. No. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much. And I hope you have a good day. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. For free resources and materials, head over to moneytalkwitht.com. And while you're there, why not sign up for our newsletter so you'll never miss an episode? Talk to you soon.